the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. Each week, Michael uses his coaching expertise to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Michael is a professional certified leadership, business, and life coach, serving as president of Professional Coach University, executive director of New Normal Coaching, and the lead pastor at Northwest Church. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Here's Michael. Well, thank you so much for tuning in today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm your host, Michael Smith, and I'm here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. And let me just say Merry Christmas Eve to you that are listening live on the radio and generally Merry Christmas to everyone listening in. Hey, I'm excited for today's show. As we're nearing the end of the year, we've spent the entire year just talking discipleship. And today we're going to talk about this topic, worship and spiritual growth. Worship and spiritual growth. I don't know if I've talked about this on the radio or not, but I, in my past, was a trumpet player. I actually, uh, in college, played professionally with the Minnesota Jazz Orchestra and and I played worship several places and debuted some albums actually as a professional trumpet player. And music has sort of been in my bones my entire life. However, the first job that I ever had as a youth pastor, I was sitting talking with my pastor and he said, Hey, Mike, we have an 80-something-year-old pianist who leads worship with my wife. And the 80-some-year-old lady is, is stepping down, sort of retiring from piano can you help us? And I said, wow, I'm a trumpet player. I don't play piano. And he said, you're the best we have. (laughs) And I said, well, it would take me probably four weeks to learn a set of songs to do. And he, this true story, he looked at me and said, okay, Mike, you have four weeks. So I learned how to play a few songs. And the next week we led worship, every song, but one was the same song because I'm just trying to figure out how to teach myself to play piano. And then we did these Revival services where a guest would come and at the end of the service, the the speaker, his wife would sing and she she would have these booklets with music in it, put it in front of me and just start singing. Well, it's interesting. It's pretty bad at doing that. And one time when we were doing this, the district youth director of that network, it was in southern New England, came and invited me to lead worship at a camp. And I said, my goodness, have you heard what? what is happening on the stage? And he said, yeah, come and do it. And, you know, by God's grace, things went well. I've led worship at, you know, uh, arena, I think small ones, but one that seats about 3,400 people. Uh, Just a great experience. But I've learned something over the years. As a musician, I really came to terms with this fact that worship is more than the music. When we worship God and we have worship services, it's more than just engaging in music. I had a college roommate. His name was Rocco. And I can remember this one time 
where I walked into our dorm room in Minneapolis, and there was Rocco. And if you can picture a couch, if you were to sit on the couch, he actually was standing on the couch, but but standing on the top of it, not where you sit, but where you lean your back against it. And he was turned around, but the couch was against a wall that had windows. He was looking out the window. He was holding his Bible and and waving it sort of above his head, and he was blasting in the room an old DC talk song called Jesus Freak, and he's just singing at the top of his lungs. And I walk in, and I said, Rocco, what are you doing? He turned around, and he said, be quiet. I'm having my quiet time with God. This is how I worship. And I found that to be intriguing as I've reflected over that over the years. He truly was worshiping God in a way that he could express himself. And it makes me think today that worship is all about how we honor God. Worship is not to be put in a box. Yes, it includes our singing, but it also includes our hands. What we do should honor God. Worship includes our feet. Where we go should honor God. Worship includes our head. What we think should honor God. Worship includes our heart. What we believe should honor God. And worship includes our eyes. What we see should honor God. So today we're talking about worship as spiritual growth. And in the second half of the show, you're going to meet a friend of mine who can speak to this. His name is Dustin Poole. So you're going to keep listening as we're going to talk with him shortly. To set that up, I want you to hear what Psalm 103 says. It opens this way. Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being. Praise his holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all his benefits, who forgives all your sins, heals all your diseases, who redeems your life from the pit and crowns you with love and compassion, who satisfies your desires with good things so that your mouth is renew- your youth is renewed like the eagles. Worship is thankfulness and gratitude to God and many benefits that he gives to us and bestows upon us forgiveness, healing. He has redeemed us, forgiven us of our sin and set us right in right standing before him. He crowns us and covers us with love, with compassion. I love that that verse teaches that he satisfies us and he does it with good things. You know, I want you to know that honoring God for things that he does is so powerful and important, but he actually gives us this life like we're young, like an eagle. Uh, powerful, soaring. What I want us to think about, though, is honoring God includes not only thanking him for what he does, but but experiencing relationship with him because of who he is, allowing God to search our heart, to know us, to correct us, seeking God and seeking him first and knowing that when we seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, that he'll take care of all things. Really, this idea of worship and spiritual growth is a frame for our entire spiritual life. Our whole life is built to honor God. But what's interesting is a congregational worship experience where we we take people that are different than one another, young, old, new in the faith, experienced in the faith, men, women, adults, children, young adults, all the generations, and we bring them together for this unique experience and reality of our faith in God's presence. And we call this a congregational worship experience. Today, we have a friend on the show 
and his name is Dustin Poole. And Dustin is the groups and discipleship pastor at one church in Columbus, Ohio. He served in many roles, and really including, I want to highlight, his creative arts and worship ministries. And Dustin, you're uh, jumping on right here. I'm so thankful to have you on today. Thanks for being on your discipleship, Coach. Thanks so much for having me, Pastor Mike. Appreciate the invite. Yeah, my pleasure. Hey, we're talking today about worship and uh, spiritual growth, and I'd love for you to take a minute or two and just uh, introduce uh, yourself to our audience, maybe tell a little bit about you, and start to, to talk about this this idea of worship and spiritual growth. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, as you said, my name is Dustin Poole, and I serve at a church called One Church here in Columbus, Ohio. Started out as a worship leader in the worship and creative space, and now I serve in the groups and discipleship space. And uh, my wife leads our worship band, uh, which is called One Church Music. And uh, we also have two little kids. We have a three-year-old boy and a three-month-old little girl. Uh. So that's the current current season we, we find ourselves in. Um, but yes, I, I'm passionate about this conversation just um, from the perspective of a worship leader about discipleship specifically happening in corporate worship environments. When you think about discipleship, I love the definition that a disciple is just a learner, which means we never arrive, doesn't matter how many you know, corporate worship environments you found yourself in your life. We, we never get to the end point of the faith journey. And I love how the corporate worship contributes to helping take those next steps in your faith. In fact, when I think about discipleship and worship, I, I think about the spiritual disciplines and how in a corporate environment, it can be like a combustible combination of a lot of spiritual disciplines that are happening all at once. You think about uh, uh, prayer, you think about confession, the, the spiritual discipline of even worship, fellowship, rest, celebration, reflection, all these spiritual disciplines coming together in, in one environment. It's a really cool combination and a picture of what, to me, it looks like to worship God in spirit and in truth. I love this phrase, combustible combination. Man, where the Spirit of God can blow up in a positive way in our lives. Hey, you mentioned several disciplines, uh, Dustin, you know, from, I don't know what all you said, but reflection to worship to these different prayer. What what does it look like in, in a particular congregational environment when we have all kinds of, of spiritual disciplines occurring at the same time? What, what does that look like in your vision? Yeah, I, I think it can be a, a beautiful um, combination of many different personalities and backgrounds, you know, in one room with one thought and one purpose in mind, and that is to worship the one true God. I think it can be, you know, a beautiful diversity of maybe people who come from more of a, a contemplative worship experience mm-hmm. or faith tradition, all the way to those who come from an ex- more of an expressive uh, tradition. But the bottom line is uh, that God leads us and calls on us to worship Him in a way that's authentic and, and true to who we are. In fact, I, I recall that scripture where, you know, it, it talks about the rocks will cry out, lest the rocks cry out if we don't cry out to our God in, in a way that's custom to us and what we're walking through in this season. And so even uh, practical things like lifting our hands, like why would we lift our hands? Sometimes we might 
raise our hands as a sign of surrender or as a sign of celebration, or we might hold our hands open as if to say with our body language, God, would you pour into me? I need to receive from you in this moment. And so I think it can be a beautiful, uh, diverse picture of that the body of Christ. so great because we don't all have to be the same. Hey, I want you to keep listening. We're talking with Dustin Poole of One Church in Columbus, Ohio. He's going to be with us after the break for a full interview as we talk about worship and spiritual growth. You're listening right now to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. And you're listening on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. And we're back. Thank you for staying tuned. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. I'm Michael Smith, here to encourage you to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. It's my pleasure to have a friend of mine on the show today, Pastor Dustin Poole of One Church in Columbus, Ohio, and we got to meet him the front end of the show. So we're going to jump right in. You know, Dustin, we were talking the other day about this topic, worship, discipleship, and we were talking about music and the congregational worship setting. I'd love for you just to share your insight a little bit about this this concept. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I think um, when you think about this subject, I'm reminded of the quote. I think it was Joel Houston who said it, but he might have taken it from someone else else as well. Uh, but the quote is that music has a way of getting into your soul without your permission. Think about that. Music has a way of getting into your soul without your permission. And so I, I think it's wise for us to not take lightly as we step into corporate worship environments to really think about how it applies to our discipleship journey. Um, but really three three things kind of come to mind when I think about this. And the first one I would say is that, that corporate worship is theology development. Hmm. Think about that. Corporate worship is theology development for each one of us. I think a lot of times we think about uh, theology, maybe as it pertains to like a classroom environment or an educational space, uh, sort of academic spaces where we develop our theology. But when you think about when we're worshiping, we're singing songs, we're singing lyrics about God. Theology is just the study of God. And so as we're worshiping from a corporate standpoint, we are studying God. What are his mm. attributes? What are his, his characteristics? And really all of us, uh, carry the weight, carry the burden of being our own personal theologian. Whether we've been following Christ our whole lives or we're just getting started in the faith journey, we are developing our theology in those spaces. This is so powerful. You've taken uh, an experience that we just have when we're driving in the car in the radio or attending a church service or watching something on TV, and you've used a powerful word. We study God, theology. How do you Dustin, from, as you prepare, how do you help people experiencing worship to actually engage in good theology? I mean, every song is probably not a theological diamond. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, I, I, I'm reminded of, uh, I believe it was, was Paul who said in, in Thessalonians, he, you know, he, he shares basically, test everything according to the mm. Scripture and according to your experience. And so, yeah, when we think about how do we maintain good theology, it's think about those words that we're singing. Let's not just um, 
you know, sing them because somebody sang them before us, but um, really be thinking about like the lyrics that we're saying out loud. It's being said out loud and then going back into our brain and our heart and our mind. And so I think it's considering everything. And then um, if anybody's listening, who's in any sort of leadership in a church, whether that's worship leadership or even uh, just volunteer leadership as it pertains to corporate worship environments. I think it's really important that we inspect everything that we are singing, make sure that it does line up with the scripture. And because uh, uh, we, we do carry that burden from a leadership standpoint that people are, we are all developing our theology as we worship together. Wow, Dustin, this is so great. I, I'm going to bottom line what you just said, that we can use our ears, our brain, our heart, and our mind to align our worship with the scripture. <laughs> this is so powerful. Oh, you know, you were talking the other day how um, this actually gets into what we feel in our emotions as part of the experience. W- would you elaborate on that maybe just a little bit? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think there's a, a beautiful opportunity in these worship settings, environments, like you said, whether it's in your car personally or, or with a, a group of people. Um, but I think there's a huge opportunity specifically as it pertains to self-leadership. I think when we step into corporate worship environments, we are diving into self-leadership. You know, leadership teachers will say that you are the hardest person that you ever have to lead. Mm. And I can't think of a better environment to lead yourself in, but I I think what these environments give us is the opportunity to recenter ourselves, specifically recenter our emotions on God reminding ourselves that he is the center of the universe, that no matter what we are walking through, nothing surprises him, nothing takes him off guard, and we can truly bring ourselves to him in that way. So from a self-leadership standpoint, we're leading ourselves to allow us to affect the external, not to let the external affect us. It's almost like Mm. the, the old cliche, the old adage, like, my problems don't happen to me. I problem. I happen to my problems, and mm. so uh, I, I think we can do that well in in a corporate worship environment. Wow! This idea of recentering. I what came to my mind is that we're resetting ourselves on Christ as a sure foundation. That's a powerful thought. Hey, just a little bit more on this: how the internal affects the external. You skated by by that. That's an intriguing point. What what can you? How can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, I think, um, you know, Luke ten twenty seven gives us a really clear picture of this. The the famous scripture, love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, love your neighbor as yourself. And you think about those five things represent really who we are, our, our physical, our emotional, spiritual, mental, and relational. And when you think about engaging um, uh, in that way in a worship environment, it's, it's around our emotional health. God, help me to be emotionally healthy. Uh, there's a lot of studies these days around what they call EQ, emotional mm-hmm. quotient. Some, some businesses, some organizations, even these days, put it above the IQ as far as how can you handle, manage your emotions, stress, and things like that, as well as mental health. Mental health is a very big topic right now. I think it's getting more, more research and study than ever before. And so, again, taking all this into a corporate worship environment, asking God, Lord, will you help me? Help me to be healthy. Show mm-hmm. me how to be healthy. Where do I need to heal in this area? Um, where do I need to grow in this area? I, I can't think of a better environment for that. That's so good. You're listening to Your Discipleship Coach. We have Dustin Poole of One Church in Columbus, Ohio with us, and he's sharing with us these three thoughts about worship and spiritual development. And he's talked about theology, leading yourself. Dustin, what's the final nugget that you can share with us here today? 
Yeah, I, I would just add on the end here that corporate worship is also a powerful environment for prayer, mm. a powerful environment for prayer. I think when we think about soul care, when we think about what we are walking through in any given moment, to go to God in prayer in those environments, to truly be ourselves with Him, to truly bear all and, and be honest and tell Him, God, this is what I'm struggling with. Will you help me to truly present our, our prayer to Him in those moments? And I think in corporate environments, it's a beautiful place to do it because we are also around other people. And it's almost like a, a physical, psychological reminder that you know, I'm going through something. There's other people that are going through things as well. Their problems look different than mine and vice versa. But there's an opportunity for this corporate thing, like to link arms. We're in this thing together. We're all going through tough things, but we're doing it um, in community. And we could talk about the value of relationships and, and, mm-hmm. and how you shouldn't do life in isolation. You got to do it around people. And I think uh, this this speaks beautifully to that. I think also, you know, when you think about a depth of, of relationship between you and God. I had a mentor tell me one time, if you want to deepen any relationship, whether it's with God or with anyone, here's a quick nugget, deepen the conversation. You want to deepen the relationship, wow. deepen the conversation. And I just can't imagine a better environment to deepen the conversation with, conversation with God, to truly share with him, God, this is how I'm feeling. This is where I'm at. He's not going to be surprised by anything you could possibly bring to the table. He's not going to be upset about anything you could possibly bring to the table. Uh, he, he's willing and able to take that burden upon himself. Well, Dustin, you've given us quite a bit today, and it's been such an honor to have you on the show, on uh, your discipleship coach. We ought to have you back sometime. Uh, we've been talking today about worship and spiritual growth. And just again, thank you for, for being with me here today. Thank you. Thank you again for having me and would love to come back anytime. That sounds good. Hey, I want to, as you listen in, I want to talk about the end of the year here today. And maybe on your heart, you have an uh, inspiration to financially support your discipleship coach. And I want to let you know that a gift of $50 will uh, we'll send back to you a spirally bound 2023 nice uh, planner that will help you set goals and and work on that every day, every week, and for the entire year. And if you want to give a gift of only $100, I'll send you five planners that you can give to your whole team. All you need to do is just visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com and just click the Give button. And in that, I want to ask, are you curious at all as you move at the end of this year to maybe receive some coaching? If you visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com, you can take our free coaching readiness questionnaire, and we'd love for you to do that, and we would love to hear from you. And if you're listening, share this show and and our, our show, this episode, on your social media. Please follow the podcast. But generally, I want to say thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach, partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Today's show has been brought to you by our sponsors, Heritage Counseling Center at heritagecounseling.com, Chicago Indian Church at chicagoindianchurch.com, and by Professional Coach University. Maximize your potential at Professional Coach University. You can become a certified coach or invest in yourself through personal development opportunities. Just visit professionalcoachuniversity.com. Hey, I want you all to know as we go into Christmas tomorrow that I am for you. Not only that, 
but God is for you. And if God is for you, who could be against you? Thanks for listening to Your Discipleship Coach. You've been listening today on AM 1160, Hope for Your Life. Thank you for listening today to Your Discipleship Coach with Michael Smith. We hope you feel encouraged to apply biblical truth to everyday life as you pursue Christ. Be sure to follow Michael and Your Discipleship Coach on social media. You'll find the links at yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. And while you're there, you can click the Give Now button to support this show and to provide scholarships to pastors and Christian leaders to receive coaching. To learn more, visit yourdiscipleshipcoach.com. That's Your Discipleship Coach. Partnering with you to fulfill God's purpose in your life. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.